Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke, for today's show. Happy Monday to you guys. Back on to the normal time slot, maybe a little later, but it is Recap Monday, so a quick recap of the weekend, give you guys the game picks in college basketball. Uh, tonight's game between the Eagles and the Commanders, and give you the best of from week number 10 in the NFL. That's it for today's show, so let's get right to it. Let's get to the picks. Let's start with the NHL. Of course, the Rookie of the Baseball Awards are revealing themselves. Today is the Rookie of the Year. I'll, in both leagues, I'll do that too. In fact, you know what? I'll do that now before I do the picks. Let's see if uh, Major League Baseball has broken the news on who's won what. As far as the Rookie of the Year stuff... Tomorrow's the manager of the year. Uh, let's check this out, shall we? And of course, the one time I want to do this, my phone gets really slow. Of course, it's on 2G. Let me turn that off. Let me pump this in again. Okay. They still haven't said anything. Oh, uh, right now, Julio Rodriguez won the American League vote for a Rookie of the Year, so he's in there. As far as the National League pick, I actually did forget who I picked, but that one's going to be up next. Otherwise, let's go ahead and get to the rest of these picks. Uh, ta, ta, ta. Let's go to the NHL first. <laughs> Alright, we already have a game underway right now. It's the Islanders and the Senators. I do have the Islanders winning that one. They are up 2-1, to one, and I do have them winning this game anyway. Had I started the show an hour earlier. I have the Flames beating the Kings, the Blue, the Hurricanes beating the Blackhawks, and the Avalanche beating the Blues. So again, the winners for the games that aren't in progress, the Flames, the Hurricanes, and the Avalanche. Those are your winners tonight. Add on to that the Islanders over the Senators. In the NBA, let's get these picks out of the way. I've got the Raptors over the Pistons, the Hornets over the Magic, the Celtics over the Thunder, the Suns over the Heat, the Clippers over the Rockets, the Bucks over the Hawks, and the Warriors over the Spurs. So again, the picks for tonight in the NBA are the Warriors, the Bucks, the Clippers, the Suns, the Celtics, the Hornets, and the Raptors. Those are your winners tonight in the NBA. Uh, let's jump into college basketball because there is hopefully any top 25 matchup. Okay, so there are top 25 matchups on today. Uh, I'm going to go with Houston over Oral Roberts this time. I made the right choice. I am on the right day this time. Houston over Oral Roberts. Baylor over Northern Colorado. TCU over Northwestern State. Uh, TCU... Yeah, TCU over Northwestern State. Texas Tech over 
Louisiana Tech, Creighton over Holy Cross, mm -hmm. Illinois over Monmouth, and UCLA over Norfolk State. So again, the winners of the games that are going to happen, or the winners for today in college basketball, I'm going to go Baylor, TCU, Texas Tech, Virginia, Creighton, Illinois, and UCLA. All those are winners. Speaking of UCLA, the football team flubbed it, and the Pac-12 is down to one, count it, one playoff hopeful, and that is USC. But that's going to be tomorrow's show because I've got a whole rant, a whole rant dedicated to the Bruins and the entire Pac-12 as a whole heading into tomorrow's show. But I'm going to save that because we got some NFL action on tonight. Of course, this is going to be really easy. I'm going to go with the Eagles too much, too quick, too fast. O-line, too much depth. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going to see what the combined total was that I had them going for. Got to see. And then I'll give you the best and worst of this week. And then I'll wrap this show out of here. Let's see. Have the Eagles winning. Combined total of 48. Uh, 30 to 18. Eagles over the Commanders. So just too much, too soon. Jalen Hurts, the real MVP candidate. Josh Allen, by the way. You know, we're jumping into the best and worst of the weekend for the NFL in Week 10. Um, Josh Allen, for playing with a bad elbow, it looks good to me and was that the best game of the year that was the craziest game of the week I mean is it going to be the best game of the year talk to me after Thanksgiving once we get down to the playoff implications and once we get these all divisional matchups the last two week of the, two weeks of the year we're not even to Thanksgiving yet and you guys want to make that the best game of the year calm down did the Vikings prove that they are a legit team to reckon with for the playoffs? Yes. Are they the best team in the NFC? No. Can they go into Philadelphia and slow down the Eagles? No, because we've already seen when that happened. I get it, it was week two and we are now in a week ten, so we're two months from that game. I get that. But... Still have yet to see Kirk Cousins actually perform when it really, really, really matters in a primetime game because, I mean, it wasn't a primetime game to start, but boy, it got dark It got dark late out there in Buffalo, and if it weren't for that pick with Patrick Peterson, that game probably would have been tied, and there would be another tie in this season, but... As far as game of the year, yeah, there were some moments that Justin Jefferson catch was pretty dang good, but there were plenty of great catches throughout that weekend that made you go, all right. But anyway, let's get to the rest of the week. I just wanted to get out there. Game of the year, uh, it, it can make a case, but talk to me after Thanksgiving. As far as the rest of this goes... Tampa Bay is now 5-5 five five, thanks to their win in Germany of the first 
NFL game in the Deutschland. And Tom Brady is now 4-0 in international games in his entire career. And speaking of this, now Buccaneer fans, you have probably been screaming this, probably to DAE 620 out there in Tampa, or anywhere you can get your things on the internet. But do you see what happens? 22 of 28. 250, two touchdowns, and a pick. You get the rookie, Rashad White, to carry it 23 times for 110 yards. And we win, albeit that game got close late. But that's kind of what happens when you throw a pick when you're not when the objective is to run out the clock. So that interception was on Brady. He just kind of eh, shortchanged it. But as far as that game goes, just look at that line. 22 of 29, 250, a touchdown or two touchdowns and an interception. And the Bucs are now 5-5. Five and five. They beat the top team in the NFC, which is not San Francisco. Which, by the way, it took a while, but the Niners just took the Chargers behind the woodshed late and did beat them. I know that game was close, but there was never a moment in that game where I'm thinking, you know, the Chargers are going to win that game. I, there was never really a moment where I'm like, you know... The Chargers are good. You know, I get it. They're banged up all on that defensive line and Charger fans. That does suck because, what, you were down to three defensive linemen? You had no depth whatsoever. I get that. When you're bitten by the injury bug and you're bitten by it hard, <laughs> you got to work with what you got. And sometimes what you got ain't always good enough. So I do feel bad for the Chargers there. So the Niners took it. But... Back to the Bucks for a second before I get to the uh, late game windows because all the early ones, there were no other surprises. 22-29. Um, Do you see what happens when you run that ball? I hope Byron Leff, which is back in Tampa right now, enjoying the bye week and going, you know, that game plan up in Germany worked. Where I didn't have to have Tom Brady throw it more than 30 times. In fact... 44, time, 44 times running the ball was a combined, a high for Tom Brady's career in Tampa, in essence, where they ran the ball much. 44 carries was the number amount of times the Bucks ran the ball combined between Fournette, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Rashad White. That was the highest number of carries in Tom Brady's Tamp in the Tampa era in the Tom Brady era of the Bucks and they won. I've been screaming it for two years. They finally implemented that game plan and look what happens. They won. Right? Now are they gonna do that when they go to when they have to go to Cleveland next week after Thanksgiving? Nope. But hopefully that happens. As far as the other early games go, Vikings-Bills touched on that enough. I do bind Minnesota as one of the best teams in the NFC. I don't think they're better than San Francisco, but they're on that list. They definitely were not better than Philly, and you're going to see tonight why 
with Philly. So the Vikings, kind of. Lions, congratulations. You won on the road. Nothing surprising there. The Titans get Tannehill back, and what do you know? Wide receivers start scoring touchdowns. Congratulations to Westbrook Akine with two touchdowns. In fact, that was he was the only receiver to have gotten a touchdown or gotten touchdowns in that game for the Titans, which snapped Derrick Henry's uh, touchdown streak. But it's okay. The Titans need the depth in order to even compete with Buff with Buffalo and Kansas City. Uh, let's see. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. There's nothing surprising about that team anymore. Dolphins beating the Browns. The Dolphins with that win and the Bills lost. Now sit atop the AFC East. Do I believe the Dolphins are the best team in that division? No. Do I think the Dolphins can at least make the playoffs and make some noise and probably be the five seed where they'll have to play the AFC South champion Titans? And maybe scare the Titans a little bit? Sure. But right now, I don't I don't buy the Dolphins as an AFC East champ. Uh, the Giants winning. They're now 7-2. Alright, there's got to be something to this Giants team that I'm just not seeing. But they're winning. They've got some soft schedule. But you know what? Hats off to them. Unfortunately, they're winning enough to where now they're going to have to keep Daniel Jones and... Sign him to, what, a five-year deal in order to have a quarterback because they're going to be too low in the draft for that to matter. Uh, the Steelers beat the Saints 20-10. to Something's up with New Orleans. I guess they're the NFC version of the Chargers with too much banged up and just not enough healthy bodies, and it's catching up to that offense a little bit. The Colts and the Raiders, congratulations to the Colts, and especially Jeff Saturday. In fact, if I were him, I'd be saying, hey, 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 I told y'all, I told y'all I can coach. Granted, it's one game, but Jeff Saturday did prove it. And the Cardinals beating the Rams in the backup bowl. So Colt McCoy beat John Wofford, and of course, Touched on Saturday, uh, Sunday night. The true best team in the NFC West took care of business on Sunday night as the Niners beat the Chargers relatively comfortably. Even though the score didn't show it, the Niners just were the dominant team. It just took them a while to get into their offense. But anyway, those are my takes from week number 10. And with that, I'm signing off for today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. Uh, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app on either the Google Play or Apple App Stores, or if you're watching on a desktop computer, just go on to rumble.com, create your account, and search for A.D. Gerke. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. 
on Rumble. Please make sure to like, comment, and share on those videos. Make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all, I believe this is episode 448 of this lovely podcast. Like, comment, share so we can sneak up the algorithms to follow this show on social media. Follow this show on the Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, yours truly, Austin Gerke, at Austi Spamonti, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, or at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. You can also follow the show's hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Uh, to follow me on Instagram, again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. And otherwise, that is it for the rest of the reads. Again, got this show on all types of platforms. You have no excuses to not find this show. But thank you for listening and watching. For those that have, thank you for listening and watching. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.